Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am here today with my sister in Christ who lives in a very cold state. I didn't realize that till this morning. <laughs> but we are going to talk a few moments about how God called her out of the corporate world into doing something she is passionate about. She established a publishing company and has just done all kinds of amazing works for leaders in the Christian industry who want to get the story out, to want to get their manuscript uh, before someone that has a high quality of skills to get it done. So I just want to welcome you to the broadcast this morning. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Maggie. I'm happy to be here. Well, I absolutely love your heart for the passion of what you do and the people that you serve. I know um, Patricia Douglas is a dear friend of mine, and you did just amazing work on her book and, and others books that I've looked at on your website. And I'm like, wow, she's the real deal. Holy field. <laughs> oh, <that's> very sweet. <laughs> so what drew you in to doing something like this? Because it's quite an, you know, quite a step to start a publishing house. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I did not uh, start out to um, begin a publishing company. <laughs> <laughs> that was not really my intention. Um, so I, I had spent almost 20 years uh, in the corporate arena, uh, working in corporate communications, um, primarily handling um, executive communications, uh, some internal employee communications. And um, about, uh, gosh, I guess it's almost six years ago now, um, uh, the Lord uh, told me it was time to go. I was just feeling led to leave. That behind. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to necessarily finish my career there. I thought I had a little more time, but <laughs> and um, I had just gotten a big promotion and thought I was kind of set and moving in a different direction. And God said, no, I think it's time to leave. So um, so I left and uh, I finished. I was pursuing a master's degree in educational ministries at the time. So I knew I was going to finish that and um, perhaps look into going into ministry. I've always worked in children and family ministry, um, have been doing some things with my church with parenting. And so I thought, oh, I didn't really have a plan. I'm like, I'll figure that out. And uh, lo and behold, a friend of mine was working on a book and said, hey, can you help me with this? And I said, oh, sure. And then I, I really thought, huh, I liked it. And then word got out. I, I was, you know, editing and doing these things. And next thing you know, um, I decided to pursue it. I absolutely love that because God knew from the get go what you were called to do. But yet when you stepped out, you stepped out in faith to have a big promotion. And for those of us, especially women in, in, in the corporate world, we look to those type of things as like, OK, we have got there. This is what we've been working so hard for. And it's such a, a milestone for other women to see women like yourself to reach that. But then to say to God, hey, not my will, but your will. And that's an act of obedience right there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not easy. I will say that. And honestly, I think it was, um, you know, there was more that came with that. There was more that he wanted to do in me. Um, you know, like you said, sometimes, you know, we, we get in these positions and, you know, I was a single mom. And so I was, you know, um, you know, working hard and, and, and you know, reaching a lot of goals. And um and so I thought, gosh, you know, this is this I'm establishing security for myself and for my daughter and all of that. Um, and but I didn't realize how much of my identity was wrapped up in the title and the company I worked for and all the perks and all that other stuff that um, I had. And so really 
I think part of me leaving was God positioning me to do what he uh, was calling me to do next, um, just like vocationally, professionally, but also it was about really um, a renewal in me, uh, mm-hmm. stripping away and helping me to understand in a greater way who I was in him um, and grounding me in him, not in, you know, things of, of the world. So, yeah. Wow, that's so good. And I can totally relate. And I was sharing with her before the broadcast, y'all. In 2014, I resigned from a 15-year uh, stint in the insurance industry. And I had worked hard and I was, you know, going at it. And and I had felt the leading of the Holy Spirit to leave. But I'll be honest, I was not a, as obedient as my sister here. I, it was a struggle because I had severe health problems and needed medical insurance. And, and you know, everybody thought that I was crazy whenever I did resign. They're like, what are you doing? But God. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what we need. He knows when we need it, how we need it. And I'm glad that you brought that up because this is an epidemic, not just with us as women, uh, but as our young girls and growing up and everybody's identity is so hijacked right now. I would say it's hijacked. They don't know who they are. They don't know who they belong to. And it's causing quite the riffraff. So for you to set that model, uh, for your daughter and for others of, listen, I'm going to obey God and he's going to take care of me and I'm going to allow him to strip away anything that represents the world and start to serve him and look where you are now. It's such a beautiful portrait of obedience and faithfulness of the father. Yeah. Have you regretted at all leaving the corporate world now that no. you're you know, restored? No, not at all. Me. Not at all. Not at all. You know, I've, uh, over the years, I've had a few, you know, um, recruiters and others to kind of reach out. And, you know, th- there is um, a certain, I'll, I'll put in quotes, like stability or security in working for another company, seemingly, you know, um, and having that steady paycheck and all of that. Um, but you know, sometimes I do think of, about that, like, oh, you know, be less pressure, <laughs> you know, just to kind of go work for someone. But but no, I don't I don't regret it at all. Yeah, I don't either. I, and I tell people all the time I was climbing a ladder that had was on the wrong building. And but there were things that God I, there, I don't regret being there. And but um, I'm certainly grateful for the obedience to leave it because it allowed me to trust him to a whole new level. And yeah. and you're right. Security is a big deal for us that are women. And I was a single. I raised two boys by myself. I get it. You know, I went I was working full time and going to school and getting my degrees while I was working. And it was exhausting. And and I really had worked so hard to get to that point to be in a career, you yeah. know. And yeah. so uh, my identity got caught up in it as well. And so I can understand how that happens. But look what the Lord is doing now. So I want to talk a little bit about your publishing house, because I was on your website this morning and took a look at it. And I was like, man, she does a little bit of everything. (laughs) So what is, um, you know, I know you do editing. I know that you do, you know, you 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 have full packages where someone can just hire you and do it front to end. If someone was thinking, I need to write a book and I don't know where to start. Um, and, And what is that first experience with you look like to determine where they're going and what they're going to do with that because so many people i believe that we heal uh in our stories i believe in the book of revelation it says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and so many people have powerful testimonies they need to share and so many ha- people have good teaching points yeah. and being a women and a woman in ministry yeah. uh, i know you take an approach not looking at it through the the naked eye but you're looking at it through the biblical eye so yeah. what does that look like yeah. 
So um, it's interesting you say that because this is something that I've been moving into more recently in terms of coaching and helping more on the front end. So a lot of clients that I work with will bring me a completed manuscript and say, okay, can you help me polish this up and kind of get it to uh, be printed and distributed? And that's one thing. Um, but oftentimes um, I'll find that when I get that manuscript, it may, the organization or the flow might not be right. And there's a ton of work that has to go into sort of restructuring it. Um, so one of the things that I've had the opportunity to do recently is just sit down with a client in advance and say, okay, let's talk about your overall objective for this book. What do you want your readers or the people that you're touching to walk away with when they're done reading this? What are the keys that you, keys that you wanna you know, leave with them and share with them? And so we just kind of have a conversation about that um, and um, you know, I'll sort of take notes. And then based on that, we'll put together a framework that they can work with um, in order to flow. And I, I, I understand sometimes we get things organically, like Holy Spirit may just download to us and you may just have a period of time where you're just furiously writing. Um, and that's and that's fine and that's great. Um, but I do think that there is an opportunity to take what the what God has given you, sort of the raw content and really um, structure and organize it. We My um, goal is to always make sure that the reader is able to take away something, right? Uh, I really believe in writing that's transformative and that's edifying. And so in order for it to be that way, it has to be clear. You have to, you know, people have to have a clear understanding of what you're saying and be able to grasp it and then run with it. Um, mm -hmm. So having that structure, I think is, is really important. And that's something that I've um, been helping people with more and more um, with some really fun and engaging uh, sessions to do that. I love that. I love that. So you've worked on primarily like educational pieces that are teaching, correct? Yeah. So most of my clients are um, are, are Christians um, and some of them are entrepreneurs, pastors, uh, apostles. So um, oftentimes I it's interesting because my in my prior career, I worked in the energy industry, which is not necessarily intuitive, not just, just about flipping on a switch and the light comes on there. You know, there's generating plants and all sorts of, you know, algorithms and things that go into getting the energy into your house. So for years, I've had to take really complex content and be able to distill it down so that the average customer or employee can understand it. Um, so I like to sort of parallel that to what I do now. I have people who are um, very mature believers or leaders in the faith who receive these you know, deep revelations or have meaty messages that they want to share with people, and they need help distilling it down so that people can, can grasp um, uh, the pieces of it. So, um, so yeah. I love that because for most of us, we have in society as a whole, we want to have things digestible. Yeah. And as soon as it gets complex, we're trying to spit it out because we're living in this fast paced world where we're trying to, you know, get that word of encouragement and to move on. And time is an issue for everybody. And so I love that because I think that for most of us, we have all these great ideas going on up here and we want to put it down, but we don't know how to structure that and what that looks yeah. like. And when people get frustrated, they do nothing. They, they freeze. That's and so I'm speaking true. from experience. I've been frozen. So listen, y'all, I'm on a doctor after this broadcast and I encourage you to as well. If you have a friend, a family member, a coworker, someone who is wanting to get their book out, she can help from the beginning, mid, 
or just the, or, or just the publishing aspect of it. Correct. If that's all done. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so I do, um, end-to-end -end publishing. So um, I can help um, a, an author or a client with the upfront portion in terms, in terms of coaching them and how to structure the book from the beginning. And if they want to go off and then write it and come back to me, that's fine. Um, I can also start with a finished manuscript and I'll take it from the editorial process all the way through to getting it printed and distributed. Um, so there's project management in there. I have um, a phenomenal designers and proofreaders um, that work with me um, to help you know get it um, get sort of all of the pieces put together in terms of the book layout and um, make sure it's clean and really done in excellence so um, so yeah just depending on what people need I provide a la carte services so if you just want an editor um, I provide those services if you just want a proofreader that's fine I also do interior layout myself um, so um, or if you just kind of have some ideas and, and want to run them by someone and, and get an idea on how to start, you know, I can do consultations um, and I've done that in the past as well. Um, and the books, kind of to go back to your prior question that I've worked on, include um, devotionals. I've done um, books on spiritual warfare and deliverance. Um, I've done uh, worked on uh, books that talk about um, sort of the parallels between um, Christianity and politics and sort of how that converges. Uh, I've uh, done books on um you know, uh, entrepreneurial uh, believers who are entrepreneurial and and using um, biblical wisdom and keys in your business. So, um, just a, a an array of different types of of books I've worked on. I love that. I love that because it's a broad spectrum. So there's really not a lot that you haven't been exposed to in yeah. the publishing. So if you were out there and you're thinking, well, I'm, I don't write devotionals, but I am a Christian leader entrepreneur and I'm trying to write something to motivate my team, encourage my team. This is your girl. Reach out to her and you can find her at her website. And I'm going to put it on the screen. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, everything will be in the notes. So if you're seeing this on uh, Creative Motion Network, there it is on the screen. Take your camera out, screenshot it, do what you do and definitely get a hold of her because this is some very valuable information. We need people that can take our craziness and put it down somewhere so it can be communicated. And let's face it, relationships and life can be complicated. It can be like the energy field with all of the, you know, crazy stuff going on and she can take your this and bring it into this. And that's super important. And that's one, just one of the many reasons that I wanted to interview you today is to showcase your publishing business because I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. I've talked to a few people that have used your services and they love you and are very dedicated. So if y'all are looking for that, this is a girl. But I want to talk to you now a little bit about spiritual ministry to kids and family. Yeah. Because I picked up on that a while ago when you said that. And I know your heart is in ministry yeah. and uh, you have quite the education that backs that up as, as well as yeah. experiential knowledge because you are a mother. Yeah. Do you just have the one daughter? This yep, just okay. the one. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What drew you into that facet of ministry? Because we all have areas that God will use us in. So uh, what drew you into that specifically? Wow. Well, um, I will say that I was initially drawn in. I've always um, enjoyed working with kids. So this probably goes back to, you know, my uh, teenage years 
kids have always been drawn to me and I've always just uh, been able to interact well with kids. My mom is an educator and I have several people in my family who are educators. And when it was time for me to decide what I was going to pursue professionally, like in college, I'm like, I want to be a teacher. I want to I want to carry a briefcase and work in the office. <laughs> you know, I want to have an office overlooking, you know, the city. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. However, at the same time, I always ended up being working in children's ministry because I love working with kids. Um, so for years, I you know worked in children's ministry at one of the churches. I helped to really develop the children's ministry program, one of the churches that I was attending uh, uh, about probably about 20 years ago. Um, and then when I became a mom, that sort of uh, passion and desire just went to the next level. Um, and I think when, when I really realized um, um, how important it was to me. And I just, I really got sparked and ignited was when my daughter was about three years old and she, um, was really just starting to really be able to articulate and her thoughts. And, you know, we were having, starting to have conversations, you know, <laughs> and I was giving her a bath one day and she just started talking about this experience that she, she was just kind of talking and she's like, you know, mommy, one day my heart was broken and then, um, God fixed it. And it was okay. And she would just kind of talk about God in these ways. And granted, I had her in church and I, you know, was training her up. So I was exposing her to certain things, but it became very clear to me that she was having her own relationship uh, with the Lord. And she was experiencing the things spiritually, both good and bad. Um, you know, she had encountered a spirit. <laughs> I was in a place that we were living at one point and I had to get that thing out and make sure I was like, oh no, I had to tell her, no, you should not be seeing this. <laughs> you know, you does not belong here. This house belongs right. here. So it became clear to me that um, she was having experiences and I'm like, if she's experiencing these things, other kids have to be experiencing these things. And so it really became important to me to start to um, really help kids to understand you know, who they are, that there is a God and that he's their father and that he loves them and that um, really also start to understand their authority. So once they become believers and make that decision, the authority that they walk in and the things that um, that um, they can really have control over. Right. There are things that they can do um, to not be in agreement with the enemy or the things that they're presented um, and their choices that they can make to uh, follow the will of God and be in alignment with him. So that turned into just, again, just sort of working in, in ministry. I worked part time for a major um, church here, one of the largest ministries here in Chicago for about nine years. Um, worked in training and developing um, teachers and um, taught my own class third through fifth grade, which I loved. And um, and then also recently um, started uh, working with a, just kind of, of a kid study group that I was doing virtually for a while um, at the end of last year. So it's been something that I've, you know, always been involved in, even being not totally consistently, but I've never gotten away from it. Yeah, wow, I'm so glad that the Lord called you into that because that is incredibly important. And, and our children need good, sound uh, teaching, mentoring, coaching in the things of God, because if not, they'll leave things to their imagination. And, and the fact that, you know, they are sensitive in the spirit, very sensitive in the spirit. I remember my granddaughter uh, that's getting ready to turn 13 where she was, uh, I guess she was probably about four and we were walking into the church 
and uh, it was a worship night and worship was just really intense. And my friend Johanna was on the keyboards, you know, worshiping and Kiera grabbed my, my jacket and she pulled on. She goes, grandma, look at those angels. I love it. Yeah. And I looked up and I was like, I want to see them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. The angels, they're all around uh, Miss Jojo. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do they look like? And she goes, oh, they're beautiful. And then she says something that blew me away. She goes, they're not like the angels that was on the roof when we came in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. She said, oh, they had on a shield and had swords in their hand. Yeah. And I was like, my gosh, she's just had a spiritual encounter seeing yeah. warring angels over the sanctuary yeah. and seeing worshiping angels bowing down to worship. It was such a, I was just like, whoa. So I told the pastor, and he's like, hold up. And he, he, I'm telling him this. And as I'm telling him this, all of a sudden, my friend Johanna, she starts singing uh, prophetically on the keyboards going, we're singing it with the angels. We're yeah. singing it with the angels. And, and just started singing into that without that no one's saying without her knowing what Kier was seeing. And then the pastor took the mic and, and said, Hey, listen, y'all, you can believe what you want, but I'm going to tell you right now that there are presence of God is here. And it's so important. And I imagine that's probably why when you had the opportunity to work on the spiritual warfare book, you were like, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, you know, um, so the, the, uh, person that I worked with my client, um, uh, apostle Kevin Bailey, he's, um, really, um, I don't even know how to describe just a powerhouse in that area. And so there was a lot that I learned even in how to discipline myself and, and structure my work. Um, and that really, um, help to really um, focus me and train me in how I worked on future projects as well. Mm. Um, because I realized that I could not work on this book without partnership with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I bring to each of my projects where I don't, even though I have, I've written, I, I joke and say, I've written every day of my life pretty much. And, and that's true. Like I, I, you know, since the time I could write, I've always writing is just something that's like breathing to me. Um, but I, I can't just rely on my natural giftings and say, oh, well, I know how to structure a sentence. And I know, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> Holy Spirit, what is the revelation here? How do yes. we, how do we um, package this in a way that people can receive it, but also get the revelation? And so working with him is, was has been, was, and we're actually working on his next book now, but um, you know, working with him really opened that up for me and re- made me realize, man, when I'm asked, stopping to ask or even mm-hmm. just invite Holy Spirit into the process, the product is so much better than me just saying, mm-hmm. oh, I can do this and I know how to write and you know, um, it's so much more of a, a beautiful process. And I learned so much too. I mean, working on all of these different books, I've it's been an education for me too. Um, and just edifying for my own life. So I love that. I love that. Well, I love what you're doing with the kids. I love what you're doing at the publishing house and how you are partnering using the gifts and talents that God has given you, partnering with the Holy Spirit and those that God has deposited vision into and putting it, bringing it together. That's beautiful. And that is art, y'all. I mean, I don't know if y'all look at it that way, but writing is a creative art and God uses our all of our stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm working on my book and I know that he takes the good, the bad, the ugly, and he blends it together. And, and then it takes someone who is skilled and who is willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. 
So I'm super stoked about that. Um, I I'm, I'm love what you're doing. I cannot wait to see what God does with all of this as he prospers you out. So if you're looking for a consultant, someone to coach you, someone that has the full package, this is your girl. You need to reach out to her and I'm going to put the website up there again. But I would like to ask you if you could leave the audience with a key, what would that key be? Okay. Um, so I was thinking about that um, a bit and I, I really feel that um, uh, authenticity is so important. Um, you know, God created each of us with giftings, with things that we love to do, that we're passionate about, that we're all so different. Even, you know, I'm in Illinois, Maggie is in Tennessee, the way that we were, you know, where we were raised, how we were raised, all of the experiences that we have collectively make us who we are. And I think for me really to be able to really be passionate about and um, love what I do and really kind of um, follow God, you know, um, um, in this, it's just, um, been due to me really being willing to be authentic to who I am and be okay mm -hmm. with that and be okay with who I am and how he created me to be and how I show up. I may not be, you know, for everybody, but I'm for somebody. So right. you know, every client isn't for me and that's fine. There are tons of people who are helping, who are publishers and helping people with publishing or self-publish. I mean, there are tons of people doing it. Um, but my niche is my niche and the way that I approach it is the way I approach it. And, um, and there are other people who approach it differently, doesn't invalidate them, but there's room for all of us. So I just really encourage people to don't be afraid of being who you are, be authentic to who you are and who God has uh, created you to be and um, the things that he's drawing out of you. And um, there's so much more joy and peace that comes um, with being able to do that. Amen. Amen. Y'all just be you. God has made you so beautifully, fearfully, wonderfully made. Your fingerprint defines that you are different. So don't try to be somebody else. Be authentically you and walk into what you want to do. And that's why it's powerful. I love that you said that there are a lot of people out there, but we know people by the spirit. When we meet them, we know and and we're gravitated to a certain, you know, some would say personality type. I always look at it as the Holy Spirit, divine connections. And I just want to point out, you got one of your clients on here. I just want to um, chat about her for a more. I love this woman. Love this woman. And she's saying here, a spirit of excellence. So listen, here's a live testimony for y'all. So definitely check out her website. Go and look at it. Um, and, and if it's not for you, share it with someone who probably needs to get their message out, their book out or maybe they just need to schedule a consultant uh, conversation to where they can determine what that looks like so I just want to thank you for being here with us today any final words for the audience no it was my pleasure to be here Maggie I really appreciate the opportunity and um, if you are looking to publish a book feel free to look me up but um, just be blessed have a wonderfully blessed day and um, I'll see you soon Yes, yes. Y'all check her out. And if you have any questions, reach out to her. She is on Facebook. If you can't find her for any reason, you can reach out to me or Patricia and we will point you in her direction. God bless you guys. We will see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life.